Hey everybody, welcome into episode 22 of the Fill My Heart podcast. I'm Drew Absher. I'm Parker Newman, and today we have Emma Haney, special guest. Yeah, Parker, I love your initiative. Yeah, we have Emma (laughs) Haney in here. Emma, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Emma is a uh, a woman. Yes. A woman and a um, (laughs) showrunner. Yes. Okay. And <laughs> what else do you do? I do comedy. Comedy. I dip my toes in it. There you go. You're like the beach just wiggling, yeah, your, just, w- you know. wiggling your piggies into the ocean. Oh, man. <laughs> that is not going to go smooth into the hate mail. We're about to read. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Well, we do have a lot of uh, cleanup to do here, Emma. We really appreciate you being on the show. Emma's a very funny comedian who uh, has a ton of shows around Sacramento. Yes. Um, one of our favorites. One of, I'd say... Um, the you know, favorite. has molded oh. me and Parker as comedians. Oh, really? No, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't oh. say, I'd like, say that because you're here. But, oh, that's nice. Um, but yeah, Parker, I mean, we got a lot of house cleaning to do, so we should probably get right into it. We could talk about our week, um, yeah. like we usually do, but I think that this is a, a little bit more important. Um, so if you guys, uh, listened to the last episode, uh, we did that live show. Um, and during the show, uh, oh, we should probably back up a little bit. So before the show, Parker and I went to a restaurant uh, that's pretty popular in Sacramento. It's called Tower Cafe. And uh, we were hanging out there. And there was these people that were clearly from out of town sitting next to us. And uh, Why and were they clearly from out of town? <laughs> they were just like the way, yeah. like what they were saying. They were just like, you know, like they were work colleagues who had never been here before. Oh, they, were like, okay. they were like, yeah, I heard, I read on Yelp that this is good. And like. If you've been in Sacramento, you, you know, know Tower, yeah, you know yeah, Tower yeah. Cafe. There's Drew, no Drew and I just had leather jackets on. Said you look like you ain't from around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah locals we were, only. We were hitting our own hands with an aluminum baseball bat, and yeah. going, "What are you doing in this pot of town, huh?" Uh, They're all we're, we're from Citrus Heights. Yeah. <laughs> like, not even that far. We're like, all right, all right. Uh, but yeah, so she, um, so it was a woman and two guys, and. As we were getting up, like the good podcaster I am, I told them, hey, if you're not doing anything tonight, we have a live podcast taping that we're doing. So you can come by and check that out, you know, if you guys are out of town and you guys are looking to kill some time. It was very cordial. I wasn't trying to, like, push anything on them. And um, she was, like, the girl and both guys seemed pretty interested. One guy was like, what's the name of the show? I'll go subscribe right now. And I was like, yeah, I gave it the show name and everything. And I thought that was going to be the end of it. And then right <laughs> before the live show started... We see the woman walk in, and she's by uh, herself. By herself, yep. yeah, oh, okay. without the guys. And uh, she was, she was. I heard her at dinner say that she was Thai. Her parents were both uh, from Thai, mm-hmm. Thailand, Thai, Thailand. Just from Thai. They're just from the Thai food place. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. She's a big Star Wars fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so she came in, and we thought it was going to be, you know, a totally normal thing. Um, and then, hold on, let me pull up the screenshot. I know. I'm like, uh, should I look over here? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so during the podcast, we were like, this is all good. We're having a good time. And she got up and left like halfway through. And in my head, I was thinking she's probably just trying to get back to her hotel. I, I had like a sneaking suspicion she might be walking. Um, <laughs> but she I was left? like, uh, yeah, she, yeah, I was like, oh, did we just walk that lady or does she have an early flight? You know, <laughs> but for my ego, I was like, it's probably just an early flight. And then I got home. And I was like just doing some cleanup stuff on Instagram and uh, I saw that we had a message request. 
So I clicked on it, and it was actually she wanted to tag us in her story. And Parker, do you want to read what she wrote and tagged us in her story? Uh, yes. Um, Parker was hilarious. However, <laughs> <laughs> Drew Absher should be shot with... Okay, no. <laughs> no, but for real, it says, this was not what I expected it to be. <laughs> and actually had to walk out of the live taping because I was so offended by the racial and religious <laughs> insults and slurs. What the fuck? Not, did you not to mention... <laughs> Not to mention jokes about 9-11. Those weren't jokes. And, no. <laughs> they were serious threats we were making. And rape. Um, <laughs> dude, what if someone got raped on 9-11? That's what we... No. <laughs> I have never felt so uncomfortable and offended in my life. I was the only non-white and female in the room and cannot imagine why these guys would think their content is worth a podcast. Fill my heart. Oh, and I don't normally drop in. This is Jesse, everyone. <laughs> um, but I couldn't be happier to hear that you got this on Instagram and that I didn't find it on Yelp the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's oh, yeah, the owner of the Stab Comedy that's Theater. True. Yeah. So, that's you know, a fair point. <laughs> I, I was trying to like, I, it took me a second and Parker and I were messaging at like 1 a.m. about it. Like, what? how do we handle just this? Just kept you up at night. And so, yeah, <laughs> I was just shaking in bed like, oh, God, is this my career? Uh but the the thing that if you haven't went back if you haven't listened to the last episode the the jokes that were made um the quote unquote rape joke not not that I feel the need to defend it I just want to give some context to the story is um a rapper named Kodak Black was arrested that day on weapons charges and Danielle Brajoli who we did the episode about bad baby aka cash me outside girl she had a <laughs> song with Kodak Black and Parker said Oh, doesn't she have a song with Kodak Black? And I said something along the lines of, yeah, you're a big Kodak Black fan. And he said, only his offstage work. Parker was making a joke about the weapons charges that were brought on him that day. What Parker <laughs> didn't know is that Kodak Black a couple years ago had been arrested for sexual assault. Oh, and so I parks. made, I took that as him saying that he was a fan <laughs> of his sexual assault. I kind of like was like, oh, like Jesus, man. And he was like, what? And then I explained to him that that's what would, had happened. The 9-11 jokes were even, I think, more, like, <laughs> more innocent. Yeah, oh. like, funnier, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we just, like, they, there was a video of Danielle Brajoli and her mom fighting on an airplane, and Parker and I made some jokes about how, like, we'd rather had been a part of 9-11 than on that flight with Danielle <laughs> Brajoli and her mom, which is totally innocent. But, so I tried to be diplomatic, and so I replied, uh, sorry you didn't enjoy yourself, safe travels back to New York. Now, this lady was extremely attractive, and so I think it's only <laughs> fair that for the sake of the, you know, giving her justice, we let Parker read all of her messages, <laughs> for, oh, just so you can get the theater of the mind going. For the record, uh, safe travels back to New York with another 9-11 joke. Um, <laughs> no. Is that how it starts? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I said, yeah. Oh, sorry you didn't enjoy your night. Safe travels back to New York, Parker. What'd you say after that? Uh she said, your show was so incredibly offensive, uh, racially and religiously, and you even made a joke about a tragic event that killed thousands of innocent people. Do you really think that is okay? <laughs> and I replied, none of those people were innocents. They were all infidels. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, what I really said was, uh, we do. Comedy, like all art, is extremely subjective. We weren't your cup of tea, and that's okay with us. What was extremely offensive to you might make our subscribers very happy. If it does, go ahead and like and subscribe. And that's how this goes sometimes. And then she said, 
That's so twisted. <laughs> Having that type of quote-unquote humor is what fosters a hostile environment that encourages racial violence and microaggressions towards minorities. To create a public podcast where that is the viewpoint is irresponsible. And Oof. this made me laugh out loud when I read it. Is I was like, dude, the how hilarious would it be if... Parker and I incited a hate crime on accident. <laughs> we were like, oh, no, we didn't mean that. Like, yeah, that's just so, like dog whistling someone yeah. crazy. <laughs> so it, it kind of goes back and forth, and that's yeah. kind of just the, Dude, the tr- bullshit that she was spewing. So let me just make this very clear. If you listen to our podcast once or on a regular basis, please do not commit any hate crimes or rapes. Yes. Uh, it would really be bad for our brand, especially... <laughs> As we're going on record saying someone warned us. So we just want to get out and say, please don't do that. Parker, would you like to add anything? Uh, yeah, I don't think, uh, not, I, I really don't think we're inciting any racial violence. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Charles Manson killed a lot of people trying to do that and he didn't even succeed. <laughs> yeah, so I don't fair. think us talking about Dr. Phil is going to. Yeah, I'm like, is this a Dr. Phil podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's such obvious, like, jokes. You know what yeah, I mean? It's definitely. Like, we're, I mean, for fuck's sakes, we are reviewing a Dr. Phil episode. Yeah. Right. Like, how seriously can you take this? Right, totally. Um, and also, yeah, it's just, it's, the whole thing's pretty fucking absurd. Also, I would like to add, uh, Drew's friends came and yeah. they were all of, uh, Latino descent. Yeah, so. I won't, I won't go into too much detail, but, uh, all four of their last names were, uh, one's last name is Chavez, one is Gutierrez, one is Lara, and one is Klein, and the one whose last name is Klein, his mom is Mexican. So, you know, <laughs> maybe don't say you're the only white, the yeah. only non-white person in the room, because that's really just racially profiling what you did. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, thanks, uh, thanks for the nice review, and uh, yeah. Anyway, so thanks Emma for being here. We're yeah. gonna get right into the episode. Um, this one was just a couple days ago, actually. It was on. Uh, it aired on May fourteenth. The the episode's called My Family. Th- oh, we're recording this on what's today? The eighteenth. Yes. May eighteenth. Yes. Uh, so this was a couple days ago. Uh, this episode's called My Family Thinks I'm Being Scammed. I love Luis. Is that how the name's pronounced? Yeah, Louise. Louise. I think it's a soft S, right? Louise? Or is it Louise? Yeah. Louise. Yeah. I think. You have, if Got it's it depends if it's baby. a man or a woman. Yeah. I think it's a woman. Okay, okay. so it's well. I mean, it, it's probably a man <laughs> no. because they're definitely catfishing this guy. But <laughs> man. I love Louise. Help me bring her home from Berlin. <laughs> I love oh, Louise. Okay, they just keep blocking the door. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. The first clip is uh, she had all the traits I was looking for, says man whose family thinks he's being catfished. My girlfriend Louise is uh, stuck in Germany and unable to come back unless she pays a fee to the German government. Uh, who amongst us hasn't been there? Am I right, folks? So, cheers to that. <laughs> catfishing is the worst thing any German's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Louise for about 10 months. We met on a dating site. She had all the traits that I was looking for. All right, let's read off some of those traits, folks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Early 60s. This is my favorite one. 
I have some college hours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> no, How is that exactly what you were looking for? You're like, I'd like a woman who's smart. But not but just not, a few hours. But not, and not committed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd like, like a her to few be hours. Which, like, I went to orientation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and that's, in college, that's yeah. not even how they count college. They <laughs> count it by units. Yeah. <laughs> I got a syllabus. I did. <laughs> yeah. uh, mother to two children. As every man is. Uh, my ethnicity is white Caucasian. Thank God. My eyes are blues. <laughs> this guy just gets more Nazi-ish down the list. <laughs> I was just uh, looking yeah. for a Hitler youth. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested in marriage, serious relationships, travel partner, casual relationships, friendship. Okay. So, so you know, the whole spectrum. The umbrella <laughs> yeah, of yeah, yeah. in general. Then, <laughs> this yeah. is my favorite one. I'm, I'm of, good with cars. I <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite trait that he was specifically looking for. I am widowed. <laughs> She's all nothing to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> also, it says early 60s. She does not look like No, she, she looks like. That's where they get you. Dude. That's how catfishing works. 45, they, maybe? They say, like, oh, yeah, I'm older than. I'm like closer to your age, but I look like I'm your daughter's age. Mm-hmm. And then you go, like, this is sick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> flirt. Flirt. Yeah. <laughs> doctor. You don't know, doctor. Oh, yeah. Oh, we forgot to ask you all the questions up top. We should do that oh, right yeah. now. Um, <laughs> what's your what's your like relationship like with Doctor Phil? Like, how do you? Know I the watched show? a lot of early Phil. Okay, you're, 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 early. you're a Phil you're hipster. A hipster. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're an early McGraw fan. But then I dipped out once I started working full time. Sure, I couldn't yeah. keep up. Yeah, and oh, then this sure. is a question we ask all of our guests: Who's funnier, me or Parker? Oh boy. Do I have to look? <laughs> no, you don't have to answer. Okay. What about your I favorite like you episode? Both. Yeah, what's your favorite episode of the podcast? Of the podcast? Yeah, of our podcast. The first one. Oh, that's a good one to pick. Uh, yep. Yeah. I, I'm a big one. fan of the early stuff. <laughs> yeah. early stuff. You fall off Later episode. years, you get too racy, too religious. <laughs> <laughs> to dip you out. tapped out at all the 9-11 <laughs> yeah. All right, go back to the clip here. Friend. Honesty, trustworthiness, God-fearing. Louise and God I here. communicate almost oh, exclusively on a daily basis via text. Look at him All right, so this guy's like 80 years old, and they're like showing him getting catfished, I guess. <laughs> but he just looks like an old man trying to like figure out which contact yeah, is his grandkids. It looks like his grandkids gonna come yeah. up any second now and yeah. be like, "No, this is Grandpa. That's the calculator. You can't make calls from there." <laughs> he's all, "Look, he can spell boobs." <laughs> but at the same time, look, he's got an Apple Watch on. So oh, maybe this is the coolest old hip. man ever. He's like, oh, Louise <laughs> tells me it's going to rain all week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that they have the Apple Watch on him. Just It's got like a shock in it, though. So like when he leaves the yard, they can just zap him and he comes back He's like, like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> this, this episode is going to be riddled with elderly abuse jokes, yeah. by the way. <laughs> After finishing text, I can't wait for the... My phone to ding to find out what's happening in her life. Louise is super. He's like, God damn it, it's my grandson Carl again. <laughs> Carl, I have a boner. Leave me alone. <laughs> Stop calling me during booty call hours, which is like for old people. It's like 12 to yeah. noon to 3. But they're also on time zone restrictions. It's <laughs> yeah. probably like a 30 minute window where you can... I'm trying to set nudes on my jitterbug. <laughs> <laughs> my jitterbug. Supervisor for a construction company that's building a shopping mall for the German government. Our relationship... You guys know how shopping malls work. Usually the government's the ones <laughs> yeah, who are in charge of this. Yeah, There's been a series of roller coasters. The first time all, she tried to come on to the visit level. me to wait <laughs> at the airport at the baggage claim area for two hours with two dozen roses and uh, she never showed up. 
Louis Red flag. Yeah. Do you know how bad you have to be, how ugly you have to be to get stood up when someone gets off an international flight? Yeah, because <laughs> you want to get They're off all, that shit. shit. I'm just going to hang out at the Cinnabon for a couple hours until they leave. <laughs> at the airport because her visa had expired. Another time, she was suspected of espionage. Then oh her contract was suspended. Okay, so while they're doing this, they're like showing the documents that were sent to him that have like all this information on it. None of that looks official. Well, Emma, I mean, don't spoil the episode. Oh, but sorry. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. None of it looks official. And Dr. Phil points out that like a lot of why he like does it on the big board, which is our favorite segment okay. Dr. Phil does, but it's hilarious. She didn't pay union wages. I have sent her money to help her at each of these stages. She would oh need 20000 30,000 or 50,000. It's so easy to scam old people. Yeah. yeah that's, it's so I easy. I kind of have a theory too, and this is this is mean, but like I don't feel bad for people who get scammed. No. I'm like, if you're, if you're, <laughs> dude, there's nothing in, it, first off, if this is a real woman, you shouldn't be sending her $50,000. <laughs> yeah. Send it true. to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like, that's your grandkids' college fund. What yeah. are you doing? Like, you're being a real dick by doing but that. But honestly, yeah. you could give that guy, like, a coin, and he would give you $50,000. Absolutely. <laughs> like, this is a limited edition. Right. <laughs> and that's why, like, I don't like I don't really feel bad for people who get scammed. Old people, it's kind of, like, a little bit sadder. Yeah, it's like, fucked up. Well, he doesn't seem that senile, though. Like, no. He knows what he's totally No, he's on. just sending 50 grand. Yeah. He's you, just you an idiot. You gotta build a mall for Germany. Yeah. You're Here just you stupid. Yeah. Like, you're just an asshole. Yeah. For the many months, the various problems that she has had has resulted in, in me sending her approximately $150,000. These 10 months made me feel helpless. I've depleted the funds that I have. We have talked about getting married, but I have never seen or spoken to her. Oh. I can't wait for her to be here so that we- Oh, they just have a shot of him just sadly sitting there with, with so many roses. roses. <laughs> and then they have a picture of him and his family. And this kind of threw me off. It's all girls in this family picture. Yeah, it's just him, and then like a bunch of girls that he's not giving money to. (laughs) Right? Yeah, he's like, I wouldn't fuck any of you. (laughs) Show the family family. that she is real. Easy, Alabama. (laughs) Okay, now before we talk about Louise, yeah, here we go. Doctor Phil's laying in. Doctor Phil's putting on his boxing gloves. He's like, sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Let me talk about you a little bit. Okay. First off, you were married for 51 years? 51 years, yes. Wow, I've been married 42. I feel like a kid now that you've been married 51. What happened to that old bitch? What happened to her? (laughs) Does she know Uh, about this? And you lost your wife three years ago? Yes, uh, she had Lewy body dementia. Okay, well, I'm very... Lewy body dementia. What the fuck? I'm I'm fat! (laughs) 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 Sorry for your loss. After 51 years, that has to feel like part of you died, right? Yes, absolutely. And um, so when she first passed away, um, you obviously grieved her loss and felt a, a real emptiness in your life, right? Yes, absolutely. And... How long was it before? Right, this is just sad. You well, I mean, it, gets, it picks up, all right? Okay, good. <laughs> well, is this like a piece of course, you never replaced her, <laughs> but you wanted to fill it in some way. While we were, uh, while she was still coherent, uh, we talked about what's going to happen after I die, because Louis by dementia is an insidious. She's dip- like, give. Give $150,000 to, <laughs> to some first. German skank. <laughs> Listen to me, Ralph. 
Do you remember Make when sure we went to Berlin with- and I said, why aren't there any shopping malls here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just make sure she's widowed. <laughs> Keep hey, the score she even. Just, she puts a warm hand around the back of his neck and says, she must be white Caucasian with blue eyes. <laughs> and have hours of college. Disease <laughs> <laughs> that just progresses. And uh, oh, she encouraged me to date after uh, she passed away. Right. And uh, so after three years, I decided to pursue that, that, that approach. Mm-hmm. And, and now you're in this relationship with Louise. But before you met Louise, you met another woman. Oh, see, Louise. Yes. Yeah, Louise. It is oh. Louise. And but didn't you... his wife have Louis Louis body. Louis body. So maybe he was just... <laughs> Uh, my my fucking wife left me. Fucking, <laughs> fucking cunt. <laughs> Got into a relationship with her, right? Yes. And a short relationship. Did you get serious with her? It was well, you know, I ate her out a few times, but I wouldn't call it serious. <laughs> no bigs. It's 2019. <laughs> it's a handshake. I mean, I'm a young man, Doctor. <laughs> serious, yes. Uh-huh. Did you ask her to marry you? Yes, I did. And what happened to that relationship? Oh, wait, that was funny. We got to go back to that. Listen to this relationship. Did you get serious with her? It was getting a little serious, yes. Uh-huh. Did you ask her to marry you? Yes, I did. Yeah, you know, she's getting a little bit serious. I proposed marriage to her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what happened to that relationship? Uh, she said no because uh, she was a perfectionist. And uh, I, I guess I'm not. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't even make and, sense. Uh, I didn't fit yeah. in with. Yeah. <laughs> like, she hated my uh, my PTSD I had from the war. <laughs> her her the way she wanted her future to go. Uh-huh. Where'd you meet her? Uh, we both uh, volunteered at a resale shop uh-huh. uh, for our church. Right. And I met her through that. Okay. Oh, this guy goes to church. And, um, what a dork. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd alert. Didn't you, couldn't you tell by your wife telling that God's not real? I mean, who is this guy? <laughs> he did say he wants... Easy, easy. <laughs> he said he wants a woman who's God-fearing, mm-hmm. which yeah. is kind of creepy. What does yeah. that mean? Like I a don't God-fearing know. It means that when he stands God. over your bed when you're sleeping <laughs> with a pillow and goes, I am God, he wants you to be nervous. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Was that a letdown when she didn't want to... Uh, Jamal, you mean my uncle? <laughs> get married, or were you okay with that? Initially, it was a letdown, but in retrospect, it was probably the, the correct approach right? based mm. on her her life and mine. Are you, is she still in your world? Are you st- still friends, or...? We left. She's <laughs> <laughs> still in your world. Yeah. I didn't even hear that the first time. He's, like, secretly trying to ask if she's dead, like... She in your world or our world? <laughs> is she on this uh, plane, this does physical she, plane? Does she world? only exist in your brain now, or is she still physically here? <laughs> on a friendly basis, okay. yes. Yeah, good. Okay, and then you meet Louise. So she's the second woman you've had a serious commitment to. Yes. Okay, and tell me what makes her so special. You got to see the cans on this one. <laughs> the cans. <laughs> He's Look old. Those yams. <laughs> the gams. The gams on this woman. A busty young lady. <laughs> Buxom young lass. We, we're sort of kindred spirits. Um, her initial profile uh, were, was all the things that I was looking for uh, in a in a wife. 
And a woman. And also, she uh, eats my ass like a thirsty dog. <laughs> eating, ass, eating ass and smoke and grass. Am I right, uh, Phil? It's something in 51 years I never experienced was an anal <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> oh, God. It turns out the G-spot is down there, Phil. <laughs> and a companion. He's all, I know. <laughs> and uh, I guess she picked up on all of my likes and dislikes also and... and I think we're a very good match as far as our lives together. But she fell for you pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I fell for her pretty quick also. It, uh, right. it was, seemed like a very good match. All right. Well, after that first clip, I think it's important to say this, is that, like, it does suck. You know, it, it is sad, and, like, you do feel kind of bad for this person because, like, it's not, like, just a regular person getting catfish like you'd see on, like, MTV's yeah. Catfish or anything. It's like a dude who just is like, I don't want to die alone. Yeah, yeah. And like that like, is kind of where the sadness does come in. And yeah, and you're kind of like, oh, man, that kind of sucks for this guy. But <laughs> like I don't have any sympathy who just like he refuses to listen to his family. Like people who are much Did it more. Did say that on there? Well, in the second clip here. Oh, okay. Well, you're jumping ahead. Well, Spoilers. the second clip is called. <laughs> Did you think that he yeah. went on the show by his own doing? Yeah. And he's just like, I he's just like, I think know. something's weird here. <laughs> I don't know. What do they call it? Uh, is that a cat? Catting, <laughs> pussyfooting around. Cat he fishing. found the only payphone to make a call to Doctor Phil. <laughs> He's like, "Hello, Doctor." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Do you guys do house calls?" Uh, no. <laughs> the second clip is called "Family Says Eighty Year Old Has Drained His Retirement Savings for Online Love Scam." What a whore. My father-in-law is involved in a romance scam. He's been drained of most of his retirement money. Ralph has given this woman $130,000 to $160,000. My father is lonely and looking for love and companionship. My father-in-law had met a woman online from Alabama living in Germany, and that just threw up so many red flags for me. My family has... From Alabama Alabama. living in Germany. Yeah. Wow. Because you know what happens is like sometimes you go to Germany and then all of your visas expire and you don't have the problem. Does that happen? No, of course not. It's all bullshit. Like that's why this is where I get like frustrated is like. (laughs) <laughs> like how You're like, I've been stewing about this all day. Do you think that the government takes bribes like that, where it's like, look, your visa's expired, but we'll allow you to leave the country onto an international flight if you just give us like fifty thousand dollars? Like, no, yeah, it's yeah. like it's not how it works at all. Questioned that Louise is real. In June 2018, my father-in-law was at the airport waiting for Louise to arrive. She didn't. And then he sent me a letter from German immigration saying that her visa had expired and that she was going to be held for espionage. My Espionage. Like a spy. <laughs> yeah. She's a spy. Uh, ma'am, it appears your uh, your visa's expired. Are you spying on us? <laughs> That's so wait, it's works. like, so they thought the spy was from Alabama. <laughs> yeah. We got this Alabama spy. <laughs> You'll never believe this backstory, Doc. It looks like uh, she's a contractor building a mall. <laughs> yeah, she went to the airport and Edward Snowden's like, I got you, bitch. <laughs> Whistleblower. My wife is old as German time. embassy. They said things didn't work that way. Louise changed her name. Her name was Dottie. Then she changed her name to Dorothy. And then Dorothy Louise switched to Louise Dorothy. Why wouldn't you give somebody your real name? We tried calling Louise. We got a message that it was a text now number. Unable to make phone calls, just uh, text communication. We thought that was suspicious as well. Ralph had told me that she'd gone to school in Singapore. On social media, it said that she went to school in Sweden. Definitely a red flag. I contacted the police department. (laughs) 
You know, sometimes you get mixed up a little bit <laughs> when the S key is yeah. so close. You know? Yeah, yeah. They are treating this like there's even a smidge of possibility that it's not fake. Right. And you do have to, like, I think to make this a compelling show. And this is where it's important to know what Dr. Phil's audience is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is because you're like, there are so many fucking old people who have no idea that this exists. <laughs> and, like, you can definitely yeah. build some suspense around it where you're like, I mean, maybe she did go to school in Sweden and <laughs> Singapore. But that's funny, too, because she only has a couple hours of college. And she was like, I did two hours in Sweden. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go to an East Asian country. <laughs> and in his town. Who's my they, backup school? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talked to him. They called me and said, we feel like he still believes that it's real. To get the money that he needed to send to Louise, he I like cashed in a pile of hundred dollar <laughs> yeah. bills. We have this, this left over from the Danielle Brajoli episode. <laughs> IRA that he had used money out of the family trust. He's closed and used checking accounts and savings accounts. I think the only reason they're looking into this is because it's digging into their inheritance. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. They're yeah, like, you you're giving her our money. Why do you yeah. think the daughter-in-law is so heavily invested? Yeah, yeah. 100%. She's like, oh, Ralph, that's really going to hurt my vacation plans. With yeah, now I'm going to have to sell my house. Yeah. <laughs> like, he thought it was just a loan that he would be getting back. She had sent him a bank statement showing that she had $850,000. He believes that she will get that money back to him. They'll live together, and they'll never have to worry about the money. It's very upsetting because my dad has always been very smart with money. Recently, Louise had asked my father-in-law for $2,500 to cover her rent. Uh, I mentioned to her. So she's paying $2,500 a month in rent. Jesus. In Germany, I'm all pleased. Yeah, come on. Please. That place? San Francisco, no. yes. Yeah. Germany. Yeah, where is she at? So. The San That's Francisco so, This guy Germany? just has no concept of money at all. Because like it's... Like his retirement account is $160,000, which is not which enough is to sad. retire. Which is sad. That's yeah. sad. Like, that's not... I'm going to have like triple that. Oh, fuck it. I didn't know we brought on fucking Bill Gates onto the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah but definitely. And I'm like... going to send it all to a German <laughs> yeah. spy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you guys have a Wetzel's pretzel over there? Then put up a mall. <laughs> <laughs> that I was worried Orange for Julius. her, but I couldn't help <laughs> since then. I've not heard as to where she is or what, is, what has happened to her. It makes me so sad. That he... just, like they keep showing, like staring at the phone, <laughs> <Yeah>. very confused. <laughs> What's well, a... a voicemail? <laughs> do I just touch it, or yeah. where are the buttons? Yeah. How do I change the channel? <laughs> <laughs> Orson Welles is telling me there's aliens. <laughs> How do I get old. little orphan Annie on here? Yeah. He's like, this isn't the prices, right? <laughs> Well, <laughs> then looking for a part-time job when he's worked his whole life. I do not think it's a scam. I trust her. I think she's honest. God, you're an idiot. My hope is we're going to get the evidence that we need to convince my father-in-law that this has got to be over. Just take his shit away. <laughs> right? right? Yeah, just break his phone, You know idiots. how you took his license? Take his phone. <laughs> <laughs> take everything. <laughs> Remember when you guys decided to take his wife off life support? Just, <laughs> yeah, just do, that. do the same thing with his phone charger. <laughs> yeah. Pull the plug. Oh, we talked backstage right. uh, for a minute, and you've been listening to me talk yes. to Ralph. You were surprised that your dad was dating a woman he had never met, that he had 
Yeah, I thought my dad had sex one time, and that was it. I <laughs> Just for me. <laughs> In front of me. <laughs> Not to me. Got oh, don't don't go sudden. down that way. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Parker just trails off. Parker's front like, of me, I wonder I if watch. that one lady's going to listen. Well, let's, let's don't say. She didn't let's stick around. The, let's she, check the other boxes. She didn't stick around for the pedophile humor, so let's get into it. Somebody you'd never met, right? Yes. Because that's not like him. Correct. He, uh, he face. initially like, told us about fuck. it um, the day before my daughter graduated from college. We were out to dinner, and he leaned. Uh, the Chiron says Dan believes his father is being scammed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Over and said, for I have context. a new girlfriend. Yeah. He said, where did you meet her? And he said, online. And I said, where does she live? And he said, Alabama, but she's currently working in Germany. And I was like, the little red flag went right up. Right. And then he told me that she's a Nigerian prince. <laughs> <laughs> He's been kidnapped. She's been kidnapped. <laughs> there. Nigerian yeah. prince. So what was your first reaction to him? What did you say back to him? I was just like, oh, you know, that's that's nice, you know. Tell me more about it, whatever. Um, I didn't really together, care. I think for Father's Day. Uh, I said, Dad, can you please stop uh, washing the toaster? It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> just hella senile. <laughs> washing the toaster. <laughs> if you're trying to envision it at home, I was thinking of him like hand scrubbing it like it was dishes. Like with the... Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like him at the... Oh, I, I thought he was like playing with it in the bathtub. Like, <laughs> just splashing it. I didn't mean it this is my rubber ducky, ducky bench. <laughs> He's a little shiny today. <laughs> no, it wasn't a suicide joke. It was a senile joke. And he would pass around his or phone both. showing us pictures of her and, you know, look how pretty she is and, and everything. Sketches of her? Wait, can we take that Yeah, back? let's go back a little I bit. I think he said... Other, I think for Father's Day and he was passing around his phone showing us pictures of her and, you know, look how pretty she is and, and everything and... I thought he said it he sketched her. Nope. <laughs> She's like, paint me like one of your Alabama girls. <laughs> so like, Notice how the left flap is larger. <laughs> Sick. Wait, which flap? <laughs> the left flap. Oh, okay. I believe it's the Majora. <laughs> if I know my ladies like I know her. <laughs> You don't. No. I don't know. It just kind of seemed too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Because she's and, hot. Yeah. Because look at him. And I said to him, I said, Dad, no way you're bagging that hot piece of ass. And he said, why are you talking to me like this? <laughs> and he's watching me. true because of the age difference, because of they were so close so quick. What was it that sent off bells for you? Just kind of the, I don't know, the long distance uh, logistics of how, how are you going to make this work? Mm-hmm. You know, if this person is real, how are, how are you actually going to get together? Are you, you know, is she going to move up here? Are you going to move down there? Because I was assuming that she was coming right back to Alabama after her project was done. And Lori, you, you had butterflies about this oh, yeah. from the yes. get-go, right? You're yeah. pretty excited. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, doesn't that mean um, you like someone? What was it about it that... I hope uh, that this girl's real. She comes back and she's like, okay, look, I need $40,000 for an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wow. I'm and pregnant and it's yours. Who do, who do you know that does them that cheap? <laughs> <laughs> Made you skeptical from the beginning. 
Well, I mean, I, I've seen shows, read articles about romance scams, and it just, you know, some of that stuff just kind of sticks with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my father-in-law is a wonderful man, and he deserves to have somebody that he can spend his life with. And so <clears throat> as much as I, I want him to be with somebody, I want him to be with somebody. Why is that guy in the crowd so dressed up? Did you see him? <laughs> he has like suspenders and a tie. I'm I like, didn't oh. know it was him the first time I watched it. Like, oh. Someone didn't know what they were coming to. Yeah. <laughs> is this prom? Oh, shit, no. Yeah, he looks like he's going to play guitar in a <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's next to him in the flesh. And so when Dan told me about this, I, I, I don't know. I just was like, oh, I'm not so sure about that. It's a little weird. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the brother's like, you know, the logistics. She's like, no, just everything. <laughs> uh, widower admits to sending thousands of dollars to women. So are we going to meet this do- woman? Emma, I've got bad news for you. She doesn't exist. <laughs> so, so they didn't get him on Dr. Phil. No, if you, uh, if we're looking a little bit farther ahead, clip five is called In Search of Louise, what a Dr. Phil producer discovered in Berlin. And what we need to say about that one immediately is they, they it's the most worthless thing they could have put on TV. It has gotten <laughs> no. zero values. It was like they had a guy over there and they were like, well, you're there. Could you go check this out? And he's like, yeah, sure. I am just in Germany. Man. So it turns out she was Kaiser Sose all yeah. along. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's get, I'm going to skip a little bit farther ahead in this clip. There's not much in this except for Dr. Phil's big board of the money he sent last year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we've discussed some of these because we don't want to give away. Oh, it's called Widower Admits to Sending Thousands of Dollars to Women He's Never Met. Any information. But you've never actually sent any money directly to her. That is correct. It's always been through a third party system. Oh, come on. Come on, Ralph. We were pulling for you. Wreck it, Ralph. (laughs) That's what she sexts him. He's like, I don't don't get it. (laughs) Is this a Casablanca reference? (laughs) Why that is. I said, how do you get money over to you? And, and she said, this is the best way to do it. And Facebook so pay. Yeah. I, follow, I followed her instructions. He's like, Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> but they take a fee. <laughs> Did that seem odd? Yeah, but I don't understand money transfers or how to get money. Or the Jews. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> or this damn hip-hop. <laughs> to, you know, different countries. But if I was going to send you $20,000 and it was a personal favor, I mean, I'd, I'd feel more comfortable if I sent it to you so mm-hmm. I knew that it got into your hands. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So he's like, when I hear it, it makes more sense. I didn't didn't know I needed a doctor to explain it to me like this. I think I've made a terrible mistake. (laughs) Is there any way to reverse a PayPal? (laughs) Why a third party involved? Should we get Dr. Brown? (laughs) Get it from Back to the Future. (laughs) She just explained that that's the way. I thought you meant Doctor or Judge Joe Brown. Judge Joe Brown, should we get him in here? <laughs> it was easiest for her to get the money transferred. I don't know if she didn't have a bank account there or, or what the problem was. Right. You know that actually kind of holds up. Is like he's like, yeah. What if she doesn't have a bank account in Germany? That actually kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But still, you know. 
So on August 24th, you, you sent $20,000. Dude, that is so Damn. funny because that's the opening payment. <laughs> the first it wasn't one. Like, usually, when you hear you about these catfish up. stories, yeah, it's like he'll yeah. get into the next one, but the next one's four thousand, and it's like okay, if someone asked, like, if you had the money to send someone four thousand dollars, I could understand getting scammed out of four thousand. Twenty thousand dollars is that's a fucking that's a, a, a that's, tuition yeah, that's for him a grand being kid. a little too thirsty. Yeah, I mean, a little yeah. too. thirsty. I just sent heart eye emojis on yeah. girls' Instagram <laughs> yeah. to this account. Which, how do you pronounce this? I, I like the, how they made that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I had a little bit of money left over from my GI bills. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? I don't know. But it's just some name on, it's not her. No, it isn't. Okay. And then a week later, you sent another $4,000 to a different titled account. Mm -hmm. And and what was the twenty thousand for? Aww. It was. He's I, like, he's I don't like, know. I'm trying to think of how to say this. It was for pictures of her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> to meet some German government regulation, I think. I'm not not sure. It's been a while. Mind. Yeah, but it was something government required. Most all of these, uh, with the exception of uh, one union. Uh, Requirement. They were all government, German okay. government. All right. So that's twenty four thousand in the month of August, and then at the beginning, then nothing in September. But then October third, to another styled account, Island so and so, and American such and such, you now sent fifty thousand dollars. Yep. And like, I do it all yeah, again. Dude. <laughs> He's all make it rain. <laughs> He's like, weird flex, but okay, as my grandson says. <laughs> all right. The next clip is called Official Government Documents or Forgeries The Tools of an Internet Scammer. I think this clip is actually supposed to go last, but uh, I put it here because I thought it was more fitting. Yeah, you know, we take very seriously when we get a request like you guys have sent in, and we we do know they? that you really do want answers here. She's saying, they're holding me in Germany because I don't have a valid copy of my contractor's operating license. Yeah, that was part of three different things, I think, for three different documents that you didn't have. This was one of them. Let's take a look at these letters. That this is up on the big board, by the way. Because she showed you these I letters. I love how her story was that she couldn't get out of Germany because her papers weren't in order. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the first Nazi joke we've made, right? Maybe second. It won't be second. <laughs> second. Mm -hmm. you, you didn't just take this at face value. She sent you 15 government letters. Correct. Verifying that they, in fact, were holding her. Yes. Okay. And here, German government, Ministry of Works and Housing, Urban Development, Contract Monitoring Inspection Unit, Official Payment Receipt, 55000 United States dollars only, Contractor Operating License. This is one of the things that she needed, right? Okay. Dr. Phil points something out right here that it, I didn't even think about it. So I can kind of get why Ralph wasn't in tune to this. But when you hear, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely like all you needed to hear. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, the problem is 
slow pause. This, this is an incorrect flag. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the flag that's no, used in official watch. letterheads. So that's the wrong flag. And the address. Oh wait, it's it's coming up. Of the addressee is missing. It just says Louise and her name. There, there's no address. <laughs> wow. The payment should be in euros, not in dollars. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think about that at all. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, why would they accept United it States dollars? dollars? Yeah. <laughs> it, when he said that, I was like, oh, fuck, I fell for it. That's why he's the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's written in English, too. That's the watch. He says that, too. Operate mm. in U.S. dollars. They operate in euros. And Look to be him. sure, <laughs> we got in touch with the German consulate. Because we have that power. Because <laughs> when, when Phil McGraw calls anybody, they fucking answer. Right? <laughs> and over all of this, the German consulate said no. Okay. Actually, they said nine, but I knew what it meant. <laughs> Humble brag. So these are not real letters. Uh, in fact, the German consulate said there would not be a stamp here. There would be a round raised seal here. And that this Ministry of Works and Housing Urban Development Contractors Monitoring Inspection Unit doesn't exist. There is no such unit. These are. This is just a classic case of just saying the biggest words possible at an old person. And yeah. Hopes <laughs> <to shut> up. <laughs> you know, synergy. Like, <laughs> like, like, when my grandma asked me to do for work, I just do that. And she's like, she starts sleeping. It's just like, wait, so she's in the Netherlands? <laughs> <laughs> made up documents. He's like, They're will not- you look at that? <laughs> All right, Emma, I knew you didn't know it was coming, but this is the best part of the whole thing. Okay. You ready? Yes. They're not real. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Phil has a graphic that comes onto the screen, and it's a stamp, and it made that noise of pew, and it just says fraudulent. <laughs> As if he's He's all got the film, Phil stamp of approval. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's official. Drop the mic like Chris Rock, too. <laughs> the German consulate says they're not real. The document should be in German, not English. You idiot. <laughs> he just pinches his ear and goes, what the hell's the matter with you, Ralph? <laughs> Give him a nuggy. Oh, you <laughs> rascal. <laughs> doesn't make print documents in English. They print them in German. And we spoke to the, the consulate, and the consulate said, these are not real, and we speak You're German. You're fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> And we type up our documents in German. He's like, oh, I know, I knew I shouldn't have been stationed in Japan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, you know what's great right now? What Dr. Phil's doing is like when you've run out of material, but you're still trying to fill time. And he's like, <laughs> just repeating the he's same like, shit. I mean, they wouldn't print it in English. It'd be in German. <laughs> so, yeah, no, we got it. And our unit is euro, not the U.S. dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so going backwards. You see, currency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, that's the end of clip four. 
Clip five, here we go, is In Search of Louise, a Dr. Phil producer discovered in Berlin. Oh, as part of our global investigation, we said... Global Global investigation. investigation. Dr. Phil really getting chubby in the pants saying that one. And our field producer (laughs) and reporter, Jason... Oh, yeah, we got that budget. (laughs) He's all, take that, Steve Wilkos. (laughs) (laughs) To visit the address in Berlin where Louise claims to have lived before being evicted last week. Now, this is the same apartment building Ralph's letter bounced back from. This is what Jason discovered. Hi, Dr. Phil. I'm here in Berlin to investigate Louise and an address she gave Ralph that he could use to send her handwritten letters. Sweet minivan. <laughs> hey, here we are pulling up to the building where Louise claims she lived. We're having a little bit of trouble finding the exact entrance because the front of the building seems to be under construction. Should be Lutzoplatz 30, and it is now Lutzoplatz 10, so we're gonna have to go figure out what happened. We can tell that this building is brand new. The building that we thought Louise should have lived in is has been knocked down. So here we are at the front entrance of the building, although every one of these uh, buzzers is for a business. This is not a residential building anymore, this is now office building. Okay, so if you're following what he what he initially said is there's no entrance. And then he's like, all right, we found an entrance, but it's all, <laughs> it's all offices. And so like, he just like, it, it's clear that they're filming and then being like, oh, wait, hold on a second. Now I see it. <laughs> oh, there it is. Then, now, watch no now watch this. This is another entrance for what used to be Lutzoplatz 30. This part of the building does have apartments for rent, but they're not finished yet. <laughs> but they're not finished yet. He's like, okay, so last amendment. He's like, I found the bathroom. This is the, this is the unabridged <laughs> version. He's like, okay, so we did find Louise's mailbox, but there's a ton of mail in it, which means she hasn't checked in a long time. I found her kitchen. <laughs> Stocked up yeah. on German goodies. Yeah. Okay, so here's all the money that he sent her and a picture of him on her nightstand. But no sign of Louise anywhere. You guys tell me. <laughs> you so tell this me. is this woman named Louise. She claims to have lived in this building. Have you ever seen her before? No, I've never seen her. No. Okay. Do you live I have not, but I would check the attic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. In the fuck, yeah. Do you recognize her? No, I've never seen her. Have you ever seen this woman before? No, I've never seen her. And where do you do live? You? Uh, just around the corner. Okay. And this building has been under construction for how long? Uh, I don't know exactly how long, but it's been for a while. Um, there used to be a different building. And nobody lives in this building at the moment. I don't think so, no. Yeah. Well, we talked to four people in Berlin, and all of them said she didn't exist, so that wraps that up. <laughs> it's just like such a worthless piece of information. Like, they interviewed four people and then went to, like... No. I, obviously, it's not... You know, yeah. obviously, they're correct, but, like, that's a really shoddy investigation. Yeah. If we know one thing about Germans is that they don't flee the country. <laughs> <laughs> they need better correspondence out in the field. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> Okay, so we put our investigator there, and the address to business. And so that's why your mail bounced back, because there aren't any apartments in that building. Mm-hmm. The address she gave you is phony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's really all this clip has to offer. So okay. we're going to skip to the next one, because the next one is fucking gold. I'm so happy that Dr. Phil did this. This is the most fucking Dr. Phil thing in the world to do. The next clip is called Paying It Forward. Returning Dr. Phil Guest shares his experience with being catfished. 
And holy shit, I was so mad that we haven't done this episode yet. Well, Ralph is here. So, oh, he came with like, a question. So Oh, yeah, so Dr. Phil is bringing on an a past old guest, guest who was Catfish, oh. who I've seen the clip, but I haven't seen the entire thing, and oh my God, it's fucking hilarious. And oh, he wants to know if the woman that he has sent over $150,000 is real, or if she's someone that's taking advantage of This is our last clip, by the way. Well, last year, Dennis was sitting on this very stage <laughs> in the same chair as Ralph. Dennis believed that his fiancée, <laughs> Kimberly <and> Escobar... <laughs> And her young daughter were stranded and destitute in Amsterdam, and he asked me to help bring them home. Take a look. My fiance, Kimberly Hot. Escobar. Okay, he yeah. he looks like like a really shitty lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. He looks like he'd come into your jail cell and go, "Oh fuck, dude, I haven't done this in a long time." Uh, he's on so much cocaine too. Is a truly awesome woman. She's the woman of my dreams. Ever since we started talking about marriage. Wife Kimberly. <laughs> Her name in his phone is Wife yeah. Kimberly. Does he have another contact that says Side Ho Kimberly? <laughs> Dead ex-wife Kimberly. And <laughs> she started referring to me as her husband. I love hearing that she was calling me her husband already. But his fiance and her daughter are stuck in Amsterdam, and he has yet to see them in person. Dennis spent over two hundred thousand yeah. dollars on his mission to get her home. He says this is not a scam because he knows Kimberly is 100. Oh my God. It's just a shot of him staring at four framed pictures of her. <laughs> and that's really ugly wallpaper, too. Yeah. Yeah. I hope Every, Kimberly changes that when she about, gets there. <laughs> everything about him is just screams like cheapo, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> real. There's been one person I've been able to count on. His name is Soshi. I wasn't able to do any banking uh, in South Africa, so we figured out a way to get money to her. I feel like I owe Soshi the oh. world. You've run into a hell of a lot of... Oh, yeah. Let's go back to what it says on the big board. It says, Kimberly Escobar's profile account to Dennis. U.S. citizen, born in U.S., date of birth. Parents were born here. Spent time in Germany with grandmother. Oh, my oh. God. Uh, Grandmother birth- Louise, what's going on? <laughs> has eight year old daughter Sandra Escobar, husband killed in Afghanistan. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of just stupid shit on here that should be red flags. The hours of college. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> she has an AA in business. That's good for her. A lot of corruption. I get money sent over to her for one thing, she gets it taken care of. Immigration steps in and says your temporary passport has expired. Let's take a look at this passport. They- Let's take a look at this passport. <laughs> oh. Kimberly Escobar's U.S. passport up on the big board. Let's read it out loud, Dr. Phil. Date of expiration, it's not expired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Signature of bearer, it's signed by somebody named Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the girls laughing in the audience. Uh, it's so fucking funny. This has been a cluster since day one. You've sent her 49000 18000 23000 oh you spent. And just as a prank, she asked for $69,420. <laughs> How did you not catch on to this, Dennis? $211,024. Oh, wait, no. 200,000. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. All know. of us are comedians. I don't know. We all read. $211,000 and $24. 24. 
I'm glad I'm not the only one who had to take math again. And she is <laughs> Maybe now just where? cut that out. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll edit that one out. <laughs> Stay in, in Amsterdam. I have, a, I have a career I'm trying to build. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am FaceTiming that woman right now. She's not in Amsterdam. She's here. She's in this building. So she was real? Okay, oh. so we're building the suspense, right? What do you think Dennis is thinking right now? He's probably thinking to himself, oh, God, Dr. Phil got her out of Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> but she has my money. not Kimberly Escobar. Come on out. This is Dennis. This lady oh. is a victim in this just as you. Oh, he they brought took the her lady. pictures. <laughs> oh. Wait, she's oh. Dr. She's just the lady whose pictures it was. Oh. And Dr. <laughs> Phil brought her on the show with all this buildup. Yeah. He's like, she's here? And Dr. Phil's like, nope, just kidding. Just some lady who had her picture stolen. (laughs) (laughs) But I got you, though, huh, Dennis? Her identity has been stolen and used it to scam you. I don't know what to say. She's like, we would never be together, (laughs) just so you know. She looked very judgmental right Dennis is like, man, we're both victims in this. What are you doing after this? Yeah. (laughs) You want to touch? (laughs) (laughs) Want to grab a bite? I'm not from Amsterdam. I'm actually uh, from Texas. Kimberly Escobar never stayed at the Capitol Hydro Hotel. Soji, by the way, did not work at the hotel either. You want to try and give this person a phone call? Okay, this might single-handedly be the greatest moment in Dr. Phil history. It is the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. Listen to this. Soji, you didn't send Kim any money? I'm broke. I returned the money back to my wife. Now listen here, you sorry you're not broke. Your scam's up, you sorry bastard. You scam me out of two hundred eleven thousand. <laughs> she looks so, <laughs> she uncomfortable. Looks so uncomfortable. She's like, "What did I sign up for?" Yeah. Listen to this, dude. Dollars. Do you understand this? I don't understand. Yeah, you <laughs> understand. You sorry. <laughs> you start looking over your back because I'm gonna come kill your oh, sorry oh my ass. Doctor Phil Aaron. He's holding threats. a microphone up <laughs> yeah. to him too. He's like, get it good. We got to get every single Come sound on, Dennis, bite. Let him hear it. <laughs> let him have it. He's like, listen here, you son of a bitch. He's doing a wrestling I have a, drama. I have a very like particular <laughs> set of skills. He's just so saying the speech from. He's like, Lincoln. my dad was right. I should have never trusted a Nigerian. <laughs> you scamming bastard. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we love a good death threat. Come on, Kimberly. Let's go home. <laughs> yeah, come on, Kimberly. Let's go. Sorry, I'm here. fully erect now. Right off into the sunset. <laughs> Dennis was kind enough to come here today to help me help Ralph. So, Dennis, come on out. Okay, listen to what Dennis says to Dr. He's Phil. He's like, I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> we have Dennis live from Folsom Prison where he's doing time for killing Soji. <laughs> Did it my bare hands. Yeah. Felt good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't give her all my money, so I had enough money to buy a plane to Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> listen to what he says. It's hard to hear. Listen. Okay. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm so sorry for my behavior. Yeah. Have a I said, I'm so sorry for my behavior. Dennis, it's so good to see you. You were pretty hot when you were here last time. And, uh, and when he came out, he, he said, I apologize for my behavior last time. And That's I, not me. And, uh, <laughs> 
listen, I, I totally got it 100%. He's like, well, Dr. Phil, I'm a Buddhist now. Uh, <laughs> after that little outburst where I threatened someone's life on national television, I uh, started doing some soul searching and realized that some dad stuff I haven't taken care Very of. Very toxic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, Start micro-dosing. <laughs> <laughs> I invested in a startup. I'm uh, wearing a lot of sandals these days. <laughs> Let my hair of- grow. <laughs> Long hair don't care. <laughs> I got an ayahuasca. <laughs> yeah. I've been doing peyote with the name named Hector. <laughs> nah. Listen, I, I totally got it 100%. Uh, My mom still hasn't, but... Yeah. <laughs> he said his mom still hasn't got it. Whoa, his mom still? Yeah, I know. He just looks a little bit old to still have a mom alive. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand. I think everybody understood. Good. Uh, you've been listening to everything so far today and, and talking with him. Don't you agree he's a fine gentleman? You are. You're great. And, um, Thank you. I... And, you know, if you don't find love, I mean, we could just jerk each other off until we die. (laughs) (laughs) Dennis, uh, the Chiron says, Dennis, previous guest who was scammed. I feel for you. I feel uh, that you're in my shoes. Uh, When I was sitting back watching, it's uh, a lot of it's repeated stuff that I saw uh, going on through mine. Um, Don't send any more money. It's uh, he's all too late. (laughs) He's like, I just, I just initiated a wire transfer. (laughs) Damn. Do you Uh, believe for a second that Louise is real? No, no, it's too much like mine. We have, on occasion, been able to actually to to talk to some of these scammers, and one of the things that they told us that we really learn from because one of the questions I had is, come on, you've got the same computers we do. Why don't you run spell and grammar check on this stuff before you send it? And they said it is a screening device. If the person we're working is willing to overlook the bad grammar, that tells us that's a good target. I am pretty stupid, aren't I? (laughs) I don't know why he sounds like Sean Connery to me, but he does. Yeah, so that's the end of it. So uh, hopefully Ralph is still alive, first off. And second off, not sending this person money anymore. Um, Yeah, but Emma, you're totally right. Like, it is just about his family. Like, his family's just like, hey, uh, we kind of, we already booked uh cruise yeah we have stuff like set up yes, and he is have, dwindling it yeah, away we, we're selling our house and moving to berlin actually uh, <laughs> we are the scammers we are the scammers we wanted the, we wanted the money for, uh, early that's so funny <laughs> oh jesus well emma thanks for being here oh, uh go get me. those plugs in let's hear them what do you got going on uh well at stab i do warm takes every fourth saturday at eight PM. Yeah, come on out. Explain that that. show. It's just like I give people random topics and watch them try and riff on them. So what? Like you just? It's just improv comedy. Yeah, it's improv stand up. Yeah, I don't. I'm just doing. I'm being a good broadcaster. I've done the show before, (laughs) and I'm being a shitty like producer. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, sure. That's what it is. I'm spoon feeding it to you, (laughs) and they're on stage with the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Uh, social clap. media, anything, anywhere anyone can uh, follow Instagram you? Instagram at E. Haney Comedy and then just Emma Haney on Facebook. No twip, twip machine? I have Twitter. It's at Emma M. Haney, but I rarely use it except to retweet like Game of Thrones or The Bachelor. Okay. Uh, That's good know. content. 
Yeah, yeah. that's great. You're that's an funny. aggregate. You're like the fat <laughs> Jewish, but for those two specific. <laughs> topics. Yeah, those are the only two things. And I then talk about. Um, drop your PayPal in case you want to catfish anybody or anyone. <laughs> oh <sure> yeah, <laughs> Parker, what's what do you got going on? Um, not much really. We're doing the uh, Sacramento Podcast Festival. That's yeah, yeah, we're doing that. Uh, what day is that? May thirty first. May thirty first at nine yep. o'clock. Nine o'clock. Okay. Yeah, live podcast. <laughs> We're gonna. It's gonna be a little bit different. You know, we have a forty five minute time slot for that, so uh, probably not gonna do a full episode. We're kind of spitballing some ideas, um, but we may ask you guys next week to send in some questions um, that we might want to answer on the podcast at the live taping for the podcast festival. Uh, you got any other shows coming up? Um, I'm sure I do, uh, but I, I'd say just come. Out here to the open mics and the shows at Stab Thursday through Sunday, um, Stab Comedy Theater, Sacramento, California. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Parker Standup. Add me on Facebook at uh, Parker Newman. Awesome. And uh, um, for me, Twitter is at Drew Absher. Been tweeting a lot of gold lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting some angry tweets back. That's mm-hmm. how you know you're making it. <laughs> I did uh, see that. Yeah, I got some bad ones. All over a really stupid joke. Um, <laughs> Uh, and on Instagram or at Twitter at Drew Absher, Instagram at Drew Absher is dumb. Add me on Facebook if that's what you're into, Drew Absher. Um, show's coming up. Me and Benton Harshaw, past guests of the show, we're having a show here next Saturday, the 25th at Stab, 10 p.m. It's called Tonight Right Now. Uh, Benton and I both want to be late night comedy writers, right? For, you know, uh, Jimmy Fallon and the likes. So we're going to throw a, a tonight show type thing where we practice our skills and try to make it entertaining for a crowd. So come on out to that. It's going to be a good time. Um, and then, yeah, podcast festival. We're doing all that. Uh, and then we're going to, we'll drop a link again on Twitter tomorrow when we post about this, uh, to our, um, Indiegogo. We'd really like some donations just so we can make some cool stuff happen for the podcast. So go ahead and donate to that. Other than that, Nothing from us. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good week.